welcome back to the Close Enough Podcast. Today, I'm joined by my friend Jayron, an interior designer. Today, we'll be talking all about architecture and design, what it means to us, how important it is, and the future of design in the Philippines. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. I just finished my first bottle. Tipsy na ako. Joke lang. <laughs> Joke lang. <laughs> what, what are we drinking no. tonight? I'm drinking, what's this? Kirin Ichiban. Uy, Fancy, di ba? Fancy. I'm having some mule. No? Fancy. Oh. Mule. Ugh. Badui. Joke lang. Badui ba yan? Badui. <laughs> hey, so, um, thanks for being on the show. Of course. Uh, you yeah. Know, when I when I interviewed Kirsten last week, um, and she mentioned you and her friend Ia, who I'll be recording with next week, um, I got pretty excited. Like, I'm not gonna lie, I got pretty excited because, you know, up until now, uh, I've been wanting to talk about design, you know, and especially because mm. like the the main format of the show was supposed to be about design and specifically architecture, but then. It kind of shifted, you know, kind of shifted. And I got to meet right. new people. Yeah, like Kristen. And then now you, dude. And um, we got to talk yesterday. Like, I know. I know. <laughs> I got so feeling. <laughs> Wait, are we starting what? already? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah uh, okay. Wait lang. Using ko lang yung voice ko. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> Joke lang. No pressure. You want to have the video on? No, I'm good. I'm, good? Okay. I look like a mess. Okay lang, same. Yeah, I mean, we can do it, but uh, I look like shit. It's fine, it's fine. No I always do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny, mm. dude. So, how are you? Well, okay, well, okay, Bench. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say something controversial here. I know, kaka start palang ng podcast. We might get cancelled, okay? <laughs> I mean, this might be your last podcast. Why not? <laughs> no, but like, life has been good. Really? Life has been good lately. Yeah. I mean, hindi ko alam kung lucky lang ako. Hindi ko alam kung good pa talaga yung life for me. Or mm-hmm. I just train myself to have a positive outlook yeah. in life. But of course, like, um, things didn't go as planned because of the pandemic. Yeah. The C word. The C word. No, the C word. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I got lost. Like, start ng pandemic, wala talaga akong ginawa. As in, tunganga ako. Hmm. I got lost. I got so confused. Like, hindi ko alam kung anong gagawin ko sa life. But still, Bench, I mean, there's a lot of things to be thankful for. Like, okay, like, I'm thankful that I'm here. I'm thankful for this beer, you know. I'm thankful that I'm queer and I'm thankful that I'm not going anywhere, girl. Yeah. Boy. <laughs> boy. <laughs> boy. Anyway, yeah, um men, since we're drinking now, mm-hmm. like me and my friends, before we start drinking, we usually cheers about the things that we are thankful for. So I can we that. do that? Can let's, we do that? Okay. Do, so wait, okay. I'll start. Okay. So Okay, Bench, cheers for this podcast. Thank you. Man, cheers to meeting you. New friends. Uh, new friends, new yeah. experiences, new for- stories. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cheers. Crazy, because... Cheers, cheers. 
Ang hirap na, no? kasi as an extrovert, sobrang hirap na wala akong namimit na new friends, new people. So, yeah, yeah. thanks, Bench. Thanks for inviting me. You're welcome. Same, you know, um, if I can be honest, dude, like, the whole, like, one of the main reasons why I started this was because I'm not used to staying home, you know, all the time. I'm not used to not meeting mm. people, going out, you know, and that's something that I really loved about uh, college life was every day you you have, like, this opportunity to meet new people, you know what I mean? It doesn't matter where really? like, it, you're in the classroom, you're in the hallway, it doesn't matter. You just, you know, approach someone new and, like, if you vibe, then you vibe, man. And like, just talking to you last night, and this we were just talking through, through, through Telegram, yeah. you know, we Instagram, were just yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was that was pretty chill, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, of course, <laughs> <laughs> it was. Medyo kinakabahan ako last night because I don't know, like, I don't think I'm qualified because I don't know. No, everyone's I'm qualified. pretty lost. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's qualified. Okay. But, you know, I really love um, what you said, dude, because a lot of people now, like, if you ask them how, how they are, um, you know, they're mm. always saying, oh, I'm sitting by, just I'm surviving, you know. But that mindset, that mindset is something, that's something to be proud of, dude. Like, that's something everyone needs to hear. It's that energy, you know what I mean? Everyone needs... Everyone needs that right now. It's the energy, eh? It's the energy. Like, okay, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Like, life has been crazy lately. But, crazy. you know what? To be fair, I love crazy. You love You know crazy. what? Like, <laughs> I'm down to experience something new every day. Mm-hmm. Like, today, I want I want to feel alive. Tapos tomorrow, I want to face death. Ganun. Charat. <laughs> and, the, like, pandemic made it happen. So... It was pretty okay. I know. I know. It's a. It's such a privileged feeling to. Uh, I mean, it's a. It's such a privileged thing to feel this. But like for me personally, for me, for me personally, you know, this is how I cope. Like, let me feel my fantasy. Like, COVID is over. Who says me? Because I'm over it. <laughs> oh, Jk. Wait. So you how? How have you been? How's uh, life? Thanks for asking. Uh, it's been it's been okay, you know. I mean, nothing special going on. Just just this, pretty much. Um, like what you said, man. I'm trying to open myself up to new things, you know. Trying to do something different every day. And why the heck not, mm-hmm. man? Like, if I need new friends, at the end of the day, like I thought about it, it's up to me, you know. If I want to make new friends, I have to go out of my way to make new friends, right? There's nothing wrong with that. So people, yeah. people have to be more open to this, you know. They have to be more open to, to getting out of their comfort zone and just talking. Because talking is amazing, man. Like having conversations. It doesn't even have to be serious, you know. True. Yeah. That's the biggest thing for me yeah. so far. How's your day-to-day been? Like, if you don't mind, what you've been doing at home? Yeah. Um, earlier, I was in Bulacan. Because my office in, is in Bulacan. And then, you know, I talk to some contractors. Uh, you know, like, yeah, pretty, no, not, I don't think it's even productive. <laughs> like, I was just there yeah. to, I guess, to talk to people. Yeah, yeah, to, yeah right. And then, uh, ayun, I 
I drove to Manila. Grabe ang traffic. Can I just say, yung biyahe ko, at least four hours. Four so, hours. So, you can... Ayan. Yeah, I'm celebrating. I'm drinking. The serve. The serve. It is the weekend, man. You earned it. No. May, may pasok pa rin tomorrow. Oh, but, I, you know. Online, I mean, like online works? No. I, I get to go. I, I go on site almost wow. every day. Yeah. Well, that's the job. That's my work. Like, I do construction. Yeah, what do you do, by the way? Do you work for a firm? A design firm? Or? No. Well, I used to work for an interior design firm okay. for almost two years, which is Morphosis. Okay. I, like, the name of the firm is Morphosis. But then, you know, pandemic happened, so I started helping the family business, business. which is construction. Yeah, it's a family business. So, basically, what I do is project management, mm-hmm. So wait, my company's name is Keba Engineering. Okay. Like, um, uh, we were known to do metal fabrication, but now we focus more on manpower and major fit-out works. That's great. So, yeah, like, um, what I do is uh, usually I go on site to check on people. Like, like I supervise things. Oh my god, it's not <laughs> me. That's not what I wanted to. It doesn't to. sound like it doesn't sound like you at all. No, <laughs> as in, well, that's the job. I though. hate that. I mean, like especially I know, if you're I know. working for your family, it has to be like a hands-on thing. I'm pretty sure. I know. Well, okay. First of all, I don't like the job. I mean, out of all the design phases mm-hmm. and construction administration mm-hmm. is. Definitely the list of my favorite. Like, isama mo pa dyan yung, you know, macho culture on site. <laughs> like, no, it's not for me. I'm too gay for that. I'm too emotional for that. Also, imagine your parents as your boss. As your boss. It's, it's T-O-K. How do you spell toxic? It's, it's toxic. <laughs> it's toxic. T-O-K-S-I something. My letter A doon somewhere. I don't know. It's toxic. Yeah, but like, I think the best thing about my work now is the amount of money that I earn. Like, bench, you know how the industry is. Like, in design, alam mo yung starting salary natin. Yeah. In architecture and uh, sobrang wala. Like, I feel like if if I go work on my design uh, design firm ngayon, I don't think I'll be able to earn this much. Oh no, no. Okay, yeah, crazy. I know, I know. Wait, are you working? No, like, not yet. Do you work for effort? Um, I, well, I've been applying for jobs recently, but mm. you're right, dude. Like, if you really look at it, you think na parang you're gonna go through all that, you know, shit in college. Five years in school, doing doing all these plates and stuff, drafting, and then you think at least yeah. you have a decent salary to pay for it, right? But no, but no, no, that's not how. The no, works. you'll be underpaid and you'll be overworked to the bones, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that's just the, yeah. <laughs> like a lot of people have to realize that because you know, obviously, when you're in school, the profs are like, "Oh, design is you know life. It's you're creating, you're making new things, you're you know." It's bigger than you, and it's such a good job. You know, when you start your career, that's what they talk about. But what they don't really tell you yeah. is that your career starts when you're what, late thirties, forties. I mean, when you actually have no, it's actually sixties. Exactly. I <laughs> it's mean, actually when you're sixties. Right. 
That's true. That's true. Because a lot of people um, start their own firm. Well, there are a lot of young people starting their own firm now, you know. But I guess the reputation of the firm has to build up, you know. So it's not just you. So you're building your rep, and mm. then you eventually have to build the rep of your firm. And then when, once you're 16, you know, you have all white hair, you're salt and pepper, dude. That's when that's when the big bucks, you know, the, the big money comes in. But aside from right. that, it's, it's a grind. Talaga. I know. Though. Are you enjoying it's them? True. Are you enjoying this? Like working? I mean, it's stressful, yeah, but like you wake up in the morning. No. no? <laughs> Definitely not. Yeah, as I said, Kanina, you know, the, the work is not for me. Mm. I don't, okay, ang arte ko. But, you know, I'm a, I'm a more like a visual person. Mm. Like, I only like the face from conceptualization to contract documents. Okay. After that, no, okay. it's a no for me. Yeah. Uh, yes, yes. Yeah. I just want to like generate the science because that's what I'm good at. Mm-hmm. Beyond that, like the actual construction, mm-hmm. girl, boy, bench, major bobodon. So, no. Have you done anything like that though? Like, have you done anything in terms of like design? Have you ever just like tried designing something? Of course. I mean, back when I was in Morphosis, mm-hmm. that's what I do every day. I design. It's it's so fun, yeah, yeah. And we design spaces. We we consider ourselves as a multidisciplinary firm because we don't get to design only. We get to do um, graphic design, wow. um, branding. That's what we do back there. Uh, also, product design. Oh wow! It's yeah. Good. You know, I don't want to. Um, so that's what we do. Jump into it, but that's something that I've always been. That's what I'm good at. Sort of not construction. In. I know construction. That's something I've always been sort of interested in. I mean, when you take into account uh, design in general, right? So even if it's just architecture or interior design. Yeah. If you take into all of those account, like, and you put it together, can you imagine the amount of things you can design? Like, can you imagine the amount of like? drawings you can have the like the kinds of you know art and sculptures and all these different kinds of like eccentric designs i don't know how to explain but then i feel like that's something that yeah definitely oh my god it's it's crazy because mm-hmm. look, look i i always think about um school i always think about college and i always think about um how a lot of the uh, the different courses like fashion design and film even how they have some mm-hmm. projects that they kind of overlap. You know what I mean? Like um, interior design, always, right. they always yeah. like dabble in, in architecture and architecture always ov- obviously has interior design in it. And the more you mix those kinds mm. of um, medias, you know, the more interesting your designs and your forms and your aesthetics they get. You know, you get different, different vibes, man, like different energies from all these different people. And... What I was going to ask you was like, um, if you weren't doing this, like if you weren't working for your family or or working in a firm, what would you want to be doing? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, okay. I've, I've been always the creative child. Like before 
before this time, I used to do theater arts, oh, wow. performing, musical. So, I'm pretty sure mapupunta ako sa creative industry. Uh, maybe animation or culinary arts. But then, yeah, well, I took up interior design because, you know, at such a young age, I'm pretty, I'm pretty aware of what looks good and what doesn't even though it's you, subjective you like taste, i do taste. think i have the eye yeah I, well it's the eye mm-hmm. and it's something that you can't learn it's not it's really not for me it's i really think not. no it's really not. yeah it's not yes yeah so yeah i mean yeah well so back in college mm-hmm. my relationship with design is kind of weird mm-hmm. it's like a love-hate relationship with design how so yeah so yeah, well, well, okay. I fully fell out of love when I had my first internship. Okay. I was like, where's the substance? Where's the depth? Like, I don't feel the authenticity at all. That's true. Like, I know, pure, pure Because I don't know. I think that's the that's what people think when I mean, sa amin, mga interior designers, like we're all about making things pretty, which I think is, of course, I mean, part in on designing, you know, like something, you know, superficial. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have been like doing decoration and it's fine. Like it's part of designing, but then like, it's not for me. Like I want to feel the authenticity of design. I'm here for the authenticity. And then, yeah, after that, um, when I had my thesis, like, out of nowhere, the devil himself, the boss from hell, popped out from nowhere. I think you know Sir AJ, right? Oh my goodness, Sir AJ. AJ Javier. Yeah, he just Sir comes out AJ of nowhere. Javier. You know, I know. Like, I kind of experienced studio in Pierno. Mm-hmm. It's not really studio in Pierno because I only experienced it for like a term. Okay. So, I call it studio purgatorio <laughs> or like I, I don't know studio earth because i think we're in hell right now you know yeah so you know like he mentored us for like a month and then yeah he made us realize that there is so much more in this industry than just looking pretty oh really or yeah yeah as in I, i'm just i'm just like, like, I'm just so lucky because he introduced us to Payan Misty of mm-hmm. Morphosis, Payan, Payanless and Misty Floro of Mer- Morphosis. Mm-hmm. And then by then, I had the most amazing experience working for them. And then, yeah, I got, I got burned out. In the end. <laughs> In the end ng, ng working ko sa uh, Morphosis. Did you, you mentioned like you fell out of love with you know, design and everything. And that's something that a lot of people that I've been talking to recently, and me especially, are really scared of, man. Because, you know, when you talk about, um, when you get into design, it's not something that, it's more of passion. You know, you do it because you love it. You know, and it's something that you can't necessarily, in a way, teach. You can only guide. That's the way I see design. You know, I mean, you have mm. to want it, and the whole idea of school right. is to—it's just to guide your yourself. You know, it's just to guide the student into 
learning all these different things and techniques and and perfecting their what they really want to achieve you know in terms of um art but when i think about it yeah. a lot of people um entering the corporate life and the you know the the job life and everything they do get burned out they really do because you think you know we, we get so used to uh, designing plates and drawing all the time. I know. But then yes. when you're in work, it's just drafting and drafting and drafting and revisions. And there's no, I don't want puso. You know what I mean? There's no heart in it anymore. There's no soul. There's no soul. It's the soul. It's the soul. Exactly. I know. Yeah. So you know that's that's one of the big topics that I've always wanted to talk about to ask people. Like I asked Kirsten last week. I know it's mm. hard what she does, you know, because she came from industrial design and she's actually making mm. her products, you know, like by herself. And she was saying it's really a labor of love, yeah. but she loves doing it. It and is. She loves like the reactions she has from people. And I, I can see why she keeps on doing what she does. And that's so inspiring. But then for people like us, you know, where the clients, you don't really see the client's reaction to what we build. You know, because to them, it's something yeah. to be expected. Like we design a house, we design um, an office. It's, you know, there's no like big moment where we feel good about the things we've made. You know what I mean? So how do you, have you ever um, had to bring yourself back up, like psych yourself back up to that idea that I love, you know, designing and I, I really want to do this? Okay. Um, well, the, the the firm that I work with is kind of different because we get to really handle the project from start to end because we get to meet the clients, like we get to turn over with the clients. So we get, like I get to see their reaction if they like mm-hmm. it or not. So mm-hmm. it's pretty much like, you know, like the whole process of design except that we're not actually the owner of the firms. Mm-hmm. But we get to do all the process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so like, it's helped. It's like yeah. I mean, going through that journey, I guess, like with the client, is really different. You know, I guess, um, like personally, my experience was it's a bit different. You know, like a bit detached from from everything because I was always in the office all the time when I had my internship. So all the drawings and all the plants that I touched were just on paper. You know, I never right. I went on site a couple of times, but it's really hard to have no connection with what you're doing, I feel. And the bigger the firm, the bigger the company, the less of a connection you have with the project. You know what I mean? All right. I think it applies only to corporate companies. Because, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay, my brother is also an, an architect. Okay, yeah. And uh, I think you guys have, like, this two years that you have to work before actually, before taking the boards. That's right. Right? That's right. Yeah. So this, um, for the whole two years, my brother, like, what my brother do is he only do CR layout, mm-hmm. the comfort room layout yeah. for the whole two years. Oh my gosh. It's crazy. It's like, crazy. how will you, ab- like, how will you able to learn from that? Yeah. That's why, like, okay, it's for me, it's very important to choose the first company that you'll work for mm. kasi yun yung magsaset ng tone ng career mo like I'm just so lucky because my boss my, like my previous bosses 
mm-hmm. get to be like my own mentors. Mm-hmm. Like, hindi talaga siya like corporate. Like, it's more of mentorship. Mm-hmm. And then now, like, I have my own, technically, I have my own business. business yeah. And I get to, yeah, I get to really practice what I've learned from Morphosis. Like, mm-hmm. My business, my, my ethics as a designer, my ethics as a business person, I learned everything from Morphosis talaga. And like, you know, working from, like, working for a corporate company, yeah. I don't think you'll be able to learn anything. And everything's like, you know, you're like a robot, you know? You just go into work doing what yeah. they tell you to do. That's hard. And that's scary, if I can, if I can add, man. That's the scary part about it. I always think yeah. about that and keeps me up at night, man. It really does. Like, parang, like really? It really wow. Does, like, oh, I have to wake up in the morning and like, I mean, especially now that work is online, you know, I'm talking mm-hmm. to people on the screen. I'm not even meeting these people, you know, and I'm taking orders from a computer and it's different champion when you're in an office and you have someone to talk to, you have someone to ask questions, you know, right. And again, it's that social interaction. Right. Being an extrovert, like, you really need that human interaction, like getting to know someone. The energy. The energy. The, like, energy. the vibe. And like, it, yeah. it, it changes um, your perspective. Like it makes work bearable, you know? It makes it fun in a way. Right. Um, so let's, let's talk about you. Let's talk about, um, again, as I mentioned, you're in the... Um, interior designing right so let's talk about yeah. how you got into that in the first place so you mentioned you were in um theater art yeah theater creative industry so yeah i mean uh, that's about it i mean i just know that i am an uncreative a creative person yeah. so that's why i took up interior design and um, that's pretty much it i mean i have no really you know, like, I have no, like, emotional dra- background about, like, <laughs> wala akong dramatic background sa design. Like, wala akong na parang, you know, like, yung parents ko, <laughs> architect or creative. Like, no one in my family yeah. is a creative. That's it's more about, like, self-discovery. Mm-hmm. As in, bata pa lang ako, I know I'm different. I know I'm queer. Mm-hmm. I know... I know I'm destined to create something beautiful. I love that. So that's why I got into design. I love and that. yeah, design, design, yeah. And it, I mean, really design is, like, I cannot, like, I cannot, you know, I don't think wala na ko ibang industry na mapupuntahan except design. Like, I'll die as a designer, for sure. Yeah. What's your, what's your, um, okay, so, you know, we talked about, because um, yesterday we were talking about it, uh, talking mm-hmm. about, like, how, you know, like, especially in industrial designing, uh, sorry, interior designing, sorry. Yeah. How, like, you know, there's only a limit to what you can do, you know? And obviously, sometimes you kind of want to spread your wings and do something different and kind of dabble in, in the different forms of art and everything. And then you mentioned something about, um, uh, the, okay, and I quote, you said like an interdisciplinary design group, you know. And when yeah. you mentioned that, that kind of 
that's something that I've always thought about before. So like, you want to tell me something about that? Like you have plans for that, right? Or an idea for it. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, the blueprint for this one is the spam group. I don't know if you're familiar with spam group. No, I'm not. What okay. They're a group of um, architects and designers. Um, Sir AJ Avier is part of it. Okay. By Edless and Misty Flora. Flora is part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Sir Sunny and Sir Arnold of Jagnus Design is part of it. Jagnus. Sir Sudar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sir Sudar, Sir Jason Buensalido, Sir Baxia of oh, wow. um, Zubu is part of it. Big so basically, they're a group. I know, like big local designers, yeah, big local yeah. um, architects and designers. So basically, they're a part, they're part of this spam group, mm-hmm. which you know, like basically, like their common ground is progressive design. In what way? So, like, um, progressive in terms of design, like creating the. Like they're defining what Filipino architecture, Filipino design is, and that is well, basically, design that is created by Filipino through, you know, Filipino experience. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be, you know, soli solihia or yeah. like bamboo. Bamboo or like oh, yeah. that doesn't like that doesn't really define Filipino architecture. Mm-hmm. But it's more of like Filipino experience being turned into like design yeah so like you know like design is being produced by experience so like this group that i'm dreaming to do like ever since i was in college (laughs) it's like creating a community yeah where like okay the blueprint is spam group but like the difference is this group that I want to do is more of like a multidisciplinary group. Mm-hmm. Like, hindi lahat architecture, um, hindi lahat architects and interior designer. Yeah. Gusto ko, like, in my head, like, like, my goal is a group not creatives galing iba't ibang discipline, like mm-hmm. fashion design, industrial design, film, um, Film, multimedia, music. Like, can you imagine lahat ng matututunan mo? Because, okay, I look up the spam group, but I think they're very limited. I mean, very, okay, like, like, how, how can I say this without, like, me attacking them? <laughs> it's okay, go ahead. Oh my gosh. Wait, can we, can we cut it? Cut, cut this out? <laughs> yeah. no. no, no problem. No. Okay. Like, Okay, I think kasi parang masyadong inclusive yung topic nila okay. sa circle nila. Okay. Which is yun niya, more on architectural concerns, like design concerns. But like really, like the future of this, the future of design is more on collaborative works. Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. like in the future, hindi lang Wait, uh, nadadaril ako. Okay, ulit. <laughs> Sorry. We can wait. always cut this, man. There's no, no rush. Okay. <laughs> wait, hold on. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you drink. The thing with... 
Let's go. Let's go. Oh, it's the beer. It's me being tipsy. You know, it's the beer. <laughs> Now, mute is licking the bottle. Mute is licking the beer. My dog. Oh my god. Okay. Going back. Okay. The thing with spam, kasi, is as much as they want to say they're ex uh, inclusive, I think. They're, oh my gosh, I, hindi ko kaya. Feeling ko, ina-attack ko sila. Again, ulit, ulit, Dench. I'm so sorry. <laughs> ulit, ulit, ulit. Let me Eat get a paper. <laughs> 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 okay, kasi mga idol ko sila. Okay, mga idol ko sila. And Wala. pag narinig nila to, feeling ko, uh, bad na ako for life. You know, nila. <laughs> I love how you think they're gonna hear yes. this. I'm kidding. <laughs> They will, for sure they will. Cause my boss, Pai and Misty, sobrang sobrang lagi nilang sobrang supportive nila sa lahat ng ginagawa ng previews, you know, previews staff nila. So for sure, maririnig nila to. Okay. Okay. Very, very. We talking about it's the spam group. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Pano ba to if a phrase ng hindi ganon kaabi? I, okay, I think what you want to say is that um, the spam group um, so, is sort of like limiting themselves. Like, I know that they have a lot of, um, they're doing a lot of things, you know, but then the way I see it is that they have more potential, like more untapped potential, siguro. Yeah. Yeah. And like, Cause like yeah, I, I understand exactly that. I understand where you're coming from, and I completely understand where you want to go because, like, you mentioned something. Sorry, imagine like, um, I got a bit excited because you mentioned uh, about Filipino architecture. That's something that's right. always been um, a staple in terms of discussion in school, especially for for I know. local mm. architecture. Because you look back, and you think about it, what is Filipino architecture? Filipino architecture, what is it? right? And the only thing people say. Is the Bahikubo, you know, and they can they can which is about, not which is not well because it is it, well okay <laughs> debatable okay debatable. but like okay but like debatable because actually Bahikubo came from like the Malay, Malay tribes yeah 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 so if is, is it does that make it like authentic Filipino architecture well I guess it does because you know like there's a lot of like you know. Like I guess there there are a lot there are a lot of things to consider mm-hmm. to to be considered as authentic. Like yeah. it's authentic because all the materials came from that you know a specific location. Exactly. That's why it's authentic. Yeah. So yeah, well, it's debatable. But for me personally, again, for me, for you personally, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't think there is a clear definition for Filipino architecture. There, there definitely is not. Um, I, I have to agree with you, man. Because if, mm. um, and I feel like the only way we can rise above that, because you know, a lot of people, a lot of people studying that, they tend to reference structures. You know, like if it's not the Bahay Kubo, it's the Bahay Nabato, which is obviously not local you know it's, it's spanish oh, influence. Right. and then right after the spanish influence was the american influence which is completely different so the only right. way f- i feel um 
we can go beyond that is if we look at the things that are truly Filipino. And when I talk, when I say that, I mean music. Because we have music that is truly like born here, talaga. Like the, our musical instruments, for example, uh, the rhythm, the tune of um, uh, like tribal music. Another thing that's really interesting is if you look at um, the local weaves, you know, the, the mm-hmm. tribal patterns of, of the different uh, tribes, especially in Baguio, around Baguio, they have a lot of different patterns and everything based on nature. A lot of, a lot of these patterns and everything are based on nature. And I feel like if you were to summarize those ideas, you know, and kind of encapsulate it, you can sort of find a way to translate it into sort of local design, you know, that's not necessarily um, local in the sense that it's influenced by, solely influenced by Filipinos, you know, and like the, the feel talaga of like the way Filipinos express themselves. And like, um, I feel like the the spam group. I think they do that really well. I'm I'm searching them right now. I think they do that really well. Mm. But they do they as do. in like mm-hmm. I look up to them so much. Mm-hmm. Like the way they, they interpret Filipino architecture, Filipino design. Mm-hmm. Like alam yon, like the the way people think that Filipino architecture should be, you know, like all wood, all. Bamboo, you know, um, bamboo. Yeah. No, they, Pipa, they base it mostly on the Filipino experience. And I think, Bench, no, that this generation of designer, our generation, we are given this opportunity to really, you know, um, define. Mm-hmm. I think because the um, generation nila is more of a conversation starter. Okay. And our generation is more, it's the actual conversation. Oh. And, you know, like, now, Philippines is, I mean, slowly, I guess, I think na-define na natin yung paging Filipino natin mm-hmm. in a sense, in the sense of we have our own experience. It doesn't have, like, okay, this experience doesn't have to have, like, um, strong strong history mm-hmm. as long as you experience here in the Philippines it's Filipino experience mm-hmm. so going back to the community that I want to create mm-hmm. I want to create this community of a more inclusive mm-hmm. um, design experience because initially okay um, I have this passion project as a bench now mm-hmm. Protosynthesis. Okay. So protosynthesis, uh, protosynthesis means like the first collision, um, harmonious collaboration from the word proto, which means first, and synthesis means collaboration. So this project, parang, it's more of a uh, collaboration with different uh, different people from different design industry. Mm-hmm. So. Nagipag-collaborate ako from people from architecture, interior design, um, fashion design, industrial design, mm-hmm. music, uh, and like, gusto ko pang i-expand siya. I want it to be more inclusive. Like, I want people who does, who are not creative, who doesn't practice design, mm-hmm. to be able to design. Like, imagine, um, doctors, Filipino doctors, mm-hmm. Filipino lawyers, Filipino account- accountants, yeah. 
Filipino construction workers like being able to collaborate and do design because again Filipino design comes from Filipino experience, experience. and those experience I mean who knows like probably these people these non-creative people experience Filipino experience more than us creative Filipinos mm-hmm. so like and you know like using that flat platform maybe I can you know create create you know design without limitation basically creating without boundaries you know that's amazing it's yeah that's the dream for me that's that's I've been I, I, I'm actually pushing Ange, uh, Angelica Alvarez of mm-hmm. A to Z design and Kiara Kirsten mm-hmm. to create this community where we can you know just hang out on weekends to discuss about design and maybe in the future we can recruit other creatives yeah. that in the future maybe we can you know hang out with non-creative people to I guess create design that's, that is that's more beautiful. inclusive that's that's beautiful thank you that sounds so exciting because the way I see it is you're trying to build a platform Right to create um, sort of a blueprint that can, you know, span across not just you know that's not limited to just architecture and, and interior design and industrial design, but that can be reformatted into anything. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. I mean, it's really it's uh, my ideal world. Talaga is to start your ideal world. Go. Back in college, mm-hmm. um, I'm really vocal about this one. Na parang gusto ko yung mga architects na kapag design sila from buildings, like to uh, let's say accessory design, mm-hmm. and then accessory designers can do accessory design to space design mm-hmm. to furniture design to building design. Like really, it's it's my dream world, you know, to be. Like, hindi lang exclusive yung design for architects and interior designers and industrial designers. You know, it shouldn't be yeah, a dream because it's very plausible, man. It's it's very plausible. If you look at uh, the strings and similarities between certain um, uh, certain disciplines, you know, they're almost interconnected. They're almost interlaced into each other. And I I feel like if you just ha- you just have to sit down. You're right. You have to sit down with the right people, and just really take the time to unravel and understand what makes these things Filipino. You know, what makes a certain right. um, space or a certain sound or a certain texture or color. What makes it a Filipino experience? I feel like if you actually find that, I feel you. Man, you're gonna be doing you're gonna be doing something really great right there. I'd love to be part of that though. <laughs> yes, please. you know what? So maybe fun. we can do a yeah. Maybe we can do a collaboration right in the future. Mm-hmm. You know, let's start something with like bench. Like, I want to know what's your stand on this one. Like, I know that we've talked about this yesterday. Mm-hmm. Basically, we have the same vision for design, mm-hmm. but like, I want to like hear more 
well, sa views mo about this one? For me, it, it was more of um, honestly. No, 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 bench. Yeah. It's not for me. It's for me. For me. I have to say it that way. For me. Right. <laughs> yeah, for like, me. Right. <laughs> um, it was mm. honestly not as expansive as what you were saying because my whole idea was to create a. Um, I don't want to say a studio, but I want to create a design space, you know, where, again, mm-hmm. quite similar to yours, where people can collaborate, people of different um, people of different interests and backgrounds can collaborate with different things. So, for example, we have, um, y- you have like a, an artist or a painter or a sculptor or something being able to collaborate to create a office space for example so you know the people working on a certain space isn't just limited to interior designers and architects you know because i know we're all different in terms of the way we think but at the same time the discipline dictates that we think a certain way because that's just how it is you know and each discipline has a certain way of thinking and you're kind of all stuck in that particular track because you're all going to the same goal but imagine if you have uh different people thinking of uh like okay how do i put this so different people thinking the way they think for something else for a different um outcome can you imagine how weird and how like eclectic those different spaces would be but then at the same time that's what we want you know because art i feel like especially when it comes to design can't just be limited to um to where it stems from, you know, because it has to learn. You have right. to learn from each other. You yeah. Know? I've, and I've spoken to my friends from uh, fashion design, especially because we had this one project in school before where we had to create this this column. We had to design a column made of paper. And mm-hmm. the basis for that was a fashion designer. So we had to choose a random fashion designer. And from her portfolio of like various like dresses and shirts and skirts, we had to create an architectural design from it. And that was the first time that I actually felt that um, multidisciplinary thing that you were saying, you know, like you can actually adapt certain um, design concepts from things that you don't even think about, you know, like fashion design, what does that have to do with architecture? But then if you look at it, the roots are very similar, you know, the way, the way people Mm -hmm. think are very similar. And, that's always something that I found really interesting that if a company, for example, if, if you think of it um, very grounded in a very grounded view, a company specializes in, say, um, interior designing, right? But what if a company mm. that does that can create, um, can create furniture, can create lamps, can create paintings, yeah. you know, because you're not always going to have projects. But then if you have the discipline to create something else and to actually just push your push the the members in the group, you know, the people in in the studio to push each other and to learn from each other. That's amazing, man. That's really beautiful. And that's something that it you know, is, like, it I, is. I really wish I could start because man, you I have no more words because you actually just said everything I was thinking about, man. That was actually beautifully put. Um and um, oh. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what else to say, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, yeah, as you said, you know, more than that, really, the reason why I collaborate 
with other you know other designers from other industry is mm-hmm. really to nor to to know more about their process mm-hmm. their design process because mm-hmm. for me like i like for photosynthesis yeah. like that's the point of like my collaboration is to really learn the process of the like the person I'm collaborating with. Mm-hmm. So like you bench, if I may ask you, like what's your process in designing? Well I'm very interested to know. I wanna ask you the same thing. <laughs> so Okay. You can <laughs> okay. go after me. Tell yours first and then yeah, yeah. Uh so my whole pro- process for designing, I mean <clears throat> in terms of like, you know, designing spaces and everything, the way I approach things because it's very um it's more on feel, you know. It depends on how I want a space to feel, and oh, and, so you're mm-hmm. you're an emotional designer, very emotional, because you know I grew up in same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it, man. Um, my house, because like uh, the place I grew up in, um, and in each room, each space is a different feel, you know. Like um, mm. my room is is very uh, dark. The tones are very you know, dark uh, brown. And if you compare that contrasting to my sister's room, which is bright yellow, you know, orange, blue, purple, it feels mm-hmm. different. And and I've always felt attracted um, to that sense, you know, that, that, that sense that people don't seem to... It's sort of a... How do I put it? Um, it's kind of innate in us, you know? It's it's something yes. psychological that we enter a certain room, we enter a certain space, and we can't put a finger on it. But sometimes it makes us feel happy. Sometimes it makes us feel relaxed. And that's something that I've always tried to incorporate when when I do my design. So I start from there, um, and then from there it becomes practicality. So you know, typical circulation. You go flow, and then you go um, to the space programming. So how would you want a person to go about their day? You know. And it's that's how it starts. So you start off with a space and then how you want the person to feel in that particular space. And then you end up programming uh, everything else. You end up programming uh, people's lives, you know, like from point A to point right. B, how they would go about their day. And a lot of things um, that influences me, like the biggest thing for me is plants you know, a lot of plants a lot of trees a lot of open space because i really feel like that is something especially here um mm-hmm. something we really really need in in the city in metro manila you know because us us filipinos like if you look at our history we're island people man like we're not used to being yeah. cooped up in condos you know i mean we're we're used to living by the beach by the you know by the rivers you know by the you know rice we have so much rice land it's and it's different from yep. from other countries where their open spaces are forests you know mm-hmm. it's completely different i agree so that's yes. something that we really have to try to adapt and that's something that i really try to bring in terms of my design how about you yeah um well, for me, I have three. Uh, there are three processes that I usually use when designing. Okay. 
Um, the first one is uh, it's the form finding process. Okay. This process is uh, for me the easiest and the quickest way you can generate design. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like basically, you you study a form and you develop develop the design mm-hmm. out of it. Kunyare, okay, let's say the inspiration is like a moth or a butterfly. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I can generate multiple forms from that. Like I can create design out of it, mm-hmm. um, taking inspiration from, you know, its silhouette, the silhouette of the moth, the movement, the color, the, the behavior. Yeah, yeah j- just from like you, you'll be able to generate design out of like just observation exactly. and like, right? Exactly. And mm-hmm. um, as you said, Kenina, na, uh, I, I. I think I developed I developed this way of this process of designing because actually I was born like I I grew up mm-hmm. in nature and like when I was young I used to you know I I really appreciate a lot of like nature stuff around me everything around me like I generate stuff around me and then now I get to you know to practice it to you know use it through design so like that's my first way of deciding. Like I usually use, I usually do this process when I have to generate many designs or like I have to produce multiple options when designing. Okay. But like this one, because is the most, I guess, the most shallow um, process mm-hmm. that yeah. I've been using. Um, the second one is uh, the human-centered design. I think you're very familiar with this one. Mm-hmm. Um, this one is, I think, is the most you know, intensive and pinakamatagal na process for me. So there's a whole step for this one. Actually, it's very same with your process. Okay, but okay. this one, kasi this this has like um, a process na like uh, like beginawa ng process for this one. So like you first you get to empathize. Okay, like you get to empathize with the user, with the community, and then next you get to define the problem. Like you generate problem from there, and then next is you you ideate solution, you produce multiple solution to solve the defined problem, and next you get to prototype, and then after prototype, you test it with the people you are designing for. So it's like a process like you'll get to do it over and over again until you find you know the end design Mm -hmm. so for this one it's the most labor intensive um but for me yeah this is the the most satisfying design process because it's it's the process uh, like it's uh it's the most research backed up design process okay Mm -hmm. so the last one for me is uh, the storytelling. Okay, so this is my own process. Yeah. It, it's just same. I am a very um, emotional designer. <laughs> okay, as in it's my core value. Mm-hmm. Okay, my values are empathic, authentic, and emotional. Like sa lahat ng sa lahat ng design ko, I make sure na nandoon lahat ng core values ko. Mm-hmm. And this last process, the storytelling process, um, uh, de-develop ko siya to fit my values as a designer. So basically, you develop 
uh, story first, and then from there, uh, you generate the design. Okay? okay, so the story doesn't have to be uh, doesn't have to be realistic. Mm-hmm. You can you know make your own story. Okay, for example, okay, so uh, I have um, currently I have this collaboration work with. Ange Alvarez. She's a fashion designer. So, we're working on this product design. And before we started the design, we, uh, we, you know, we created this story of this made-up planet where there are three suns. Like, three suns. So, because of the three suns, um, parang, uh, they, uh, parang, sorry, because uh, okay sorry uh, <laughs> okay okay because of those three suns parang it creates an excessive energy parang it produces excessive energy that's why yung mga inhabitants ng planet na yon never na sila nakatulog till these people they they de- they develop this three artificial moons to eclipse the suns so there's an act annual event na parang mag-aalign yung moon and then it will eclipse the sun and then for a day um, makakatulog sila. You know? I mean, okay, it sounds so Crazy. bullshit but, you know, it's fun. Like, I get to play God. Mm-hmm. Literally, like, it it challenges me and the people I collaborate with to, you know, to, to, like, to see your limitations as a designer. Because basically, yung generate yung storytelling design is, um, there's no limit. It's a made-up story. Yeah. So for this one, parang we generate a storage system where me, I created the metal framework where I designed it in a way na parang it's like a gift box yeah. in a, like that, that looks like a storage but instead of you know, di ba, like mga, mga, uh, mga traditional gift box na parang nakarap ng parang tale. Yeah. Instead of tale, parang I made it, um, in a metal structure, metal framework, and then I collaborated with Ange Alvarez and she made the fabric panel to make it look like, you know, um, uh, uh parang pambalot. Tapos, she incorporated the symbol of the three moons because that's the story that we're trying to, you know, to represent. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's that's the last process. And, you know, that's the most fun process. That's the craziest one. You know, say. it's crazy, yeah. I know. But, okay, funny story, funny story. Parang, like, a week ago, uh, parang, okay, uh, Ugh, I'm not Sorry, Ben. It's, okay, it's, <laughs> it's the, no, it's the beer. It's fine. Mm. Okay. Ah. But like, it's a funny story. Kwento ko lang. Because, mm-hmm. uh, even though I developed this process, parang me as a designer, I think it's not enough. Mm-hmm. Like, as a designer, I still, it's still a challenge for me to find depth in everything that I do in this process. Because recently, I had a chat with J.M. Avenido. He's an architect graduate, architectural graduate. So we we had an exchange, Chica, with our process because we're planning to do a collaboration work soon. So 
you know, I shared all this process. And then he shared his. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, we're not even but we're just planning to, you know, because um, we're actually, we want to start it with intent first before actually, you know, deciding. And deciding which. So, yun yung parang, yeah. yeah. So, yun muna yung gusto namin malaman. Like, intent. Like, why do we want to collaborate? Like, what's the intent of our collaboration? So, yeah. But anyway, yeah. So, we exchanged design process. And, you know, I shared mine. And then he shared his. So, when he shared his, it's all about social design. Like, creating for the community. And then after he shared his, like, I felt like shit. I felt so insecure because <laughs> I felt like my design process is mostly, you know, I think a bit selfish. Okay. It's more of like designing because I want to create beautiful things. Mm-hmm. Like something There's like that. Wrong with that. I know. Yeah. That's why like, parang, but then I realized that everyone has their own niche as a designer. And I have my own niche. Yeah. And like, it's important to have your own niche from your own experience and from your own history to be, you know, to be an authentic designer. Exactly. And you Again, have to be really yeah. comfortable in that. Yeah. True. You know, but like, till now, I'm still finding my own niche. I don't think, even if I do think that I'm a fully realized designer, fully realized person, I do think I'm very hyper aware as a person. I don't think nahanap ko na yung exact niche ko as a designer. Like, what about you, Bench? Because every time I talk to designers, parang I ask kung ano yung niche nila as a designer. What do you think is your niche? We're, we're very young, you know? So, yeah, I, we are. it's really understandable that we don't have that yet. And it's funny that you mentioned it because I was thinking about it um, this afternoon. You know, I was driving around and I was thinking about it too. And if you look at... Um, if I can reference, if you look at the, you know, the masters, you know, the great artists and the painters, especially uh, like Picasso, mm-hmm. for example, you know, these people, all of these people start off with the basics. They start off with the classical forms of painting and, um, you know, like the typical, the portraits, you know, and, and the landscapes and the still life and all these things. That's where they, that's where they all start because that's the baseline. And I feel like for us, we do the same thing. But if you see how they've changed, if you see the um, the change in terms of like progression of, of his art form, and I'm again I'm talking about Picasso specifically, mm-hmm. from you know classical form of painting to all the way to his famous cubism, right? It's completely different. But then he, you see the progress in terms of himself, you know how he found himself through his art. And I feel like that's the way we sort of evolve. I mean, me, obviously, I'm attracted to a certain form of architecture. You know, I'm attracted to green design and, and a lot of sustainable things and a lot of brutalism as well. But if you were to ask me my form of design now, I don't think I can give you an answer yet. I can, I can, I can tell you what I like and I can tell you how I would like to design. But in terms of, me and how I really do design, I don't think it's fair for me to like give an answer for that yet. But well, that's why I'm here. You know, that's why I'm talking to you because 
after all, I mean, again, it's just really learning from one another. You know, it's it's picking things up and it's really mm-hmm. learning as you go. And if you, a lot of people think I said that they find their um, their style. A lot of people think that they find their their design. You know, but mm. I really believe that they just find what they don't like and they sort of like the process of elimination you know and then from there they end up picking the things that they do like and from there that they end up adapting and changing it and making it their own and that to me is is the beauty of it you know because we can really learn from one another it doesn't matter and what it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. what discipline you're in as long as you're you're open enough to to listen to um to listen to you know what other people have to say about your work you know and to really incorporate that into yourself because after all like art and design in general is just a reflection of who we are man and i really see that in you i mean mm-hmm. i haven't seen your art your projects yet but i can i can already like feel i can already feel how they're gonna look oh, you know what yeah. i mean and that I, I think that's like the the best part of it yeah so imagine getting undervalued with my projects. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so no, 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 just kidding. <laughs> um, so the last thing I want to ask you was, um, you got me really interested in, in your um, pro- proto-synthesis. So you said this yep. was your passion project. What, what exactly is it? Okay, so proto-synthesis, I made this one because, you know, I'm in this industry that I don't like. So I have to make sure that I still practice my, you know, design, mm-hmm. like design, you know, design, I have to practice design. Yeah. So I made this one to, you know, it's, it's a side project. It's, you know, I don't, I don't get profit from it. Yeah. It's just that I have this, like, uh, Oh shit! I'm lost. That's okay. Whew. It's the sorry. I I I. Nakat nakatatlong beer na ako. And oh my gosh! I know. <laughs> I'm having so much fun because <laughs> as in. Oh, I love it, man. Thank you. As in, like Thank it's you. been a while since I had this conversation. Because actually, most of my friends, parang they don't get. Every time I talk about design, parang less lang input, like. It's hard. It's a frustration of mine. It is yeah, really to find like a like-minded individual mm-hmm. to discuss these things. Okay. Anyway, going back with protosynthesis. Okay. So I made this one because, of course, I'm work. I'm working in a in an industry that I don't like, which mm-hmm. is construction. So to be able to, you know, to uh, I guess, practice for your passion, ko, Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, I started this passion project, which is photosynthesis. Uh, this project, this project aims to collaborate with people from different industry to learn more about their process in designing. And then it's mostly collaboration work because I do believe, um, collaboration is the future of designing. Yes. So for photosynthesis, uh, you know, like we get to, ex- like we get to practice. We get to share, um, each, you know, ex, um, design process to create something that is collaborative. Yeah. So 
the first one that I made under photosynthesis is a stool. It's called the. Um, it has no. It doesn't have a, a final name yet, but I would like to call it the greatest storyteller chair. Wow. Uh, the greatest story. Uh, the greatest storyteller stool. I mean. Yeah. So uh, this one I collaborated with Pai Adles, my previous boss from Morphosis. She's an interior designer. Um, we have the same, I guess we have the same design process. She's more of like an emotion-based design, a more empathic design. So it would make sense if we, you know, we use the human-centered design because we want to you know, empathize with people and empathy is a major, you know, process for human-centered design. So for this one, um, the design process for this tool took at least a year to develop and produce. Wow. So we made, like, if you go to my Instagram page, it's proto.synthesis. So we, we made this um, stool where, you know, we strip down all the unnecessary things for a stool. And then we created this design where, you know, where the design encourages people to tell stories mm -hmm. and listen to stories. And parang that marks the start of the protosynthesis movement. Wow. You know, like the storytelling, the, 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 you know, the, like, the practice that tells a story, a design that tells a story. Yeah. yeah, so, you know, like right now, I'm focusing on um, people from other uh, industry. Like now, uh, for the second project, I'm collaborating with Ange Alvarez. She's a fashion designer. Mm -hmm. um, next, I'm planning to collaborate with um, JM Avenido. He's an architect um, graduate. So right now, uh, we're still looking for the intent of the design because actually we don't want to start with an inspiration yet. Like we just want to start. We 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 would like to start with the intent first. Para hindi ganon kaklouded yung process namin. Because once na magkaroon na kami ng you know like ng inspiration, parang it, kind of fixated parang on sobrang that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. sobrang inspired na siya by that. By that, yeah. So now I'm still looking for other people who I can, you know, collaborate with. Mm -hmm. Maybe you, Bench. I mean, I would love to collaborate with I you as in, yeah. And then like maybe in the future, again, I would like to collaborate with people who are not in the creative industry. Because, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm genuinely curious, like on the way they think, on the way they, like, like the possibility of the design that they'll create in collaboration with me. That's where good design comes Again, from. go. Exactly. It's from the experience. experience. <laughs> yes, Benz. <laughs> that, that was perfect. So that's enough. That was perfect. And I think, um, quite poetically, that's a perfect way to, to end because, you know, again, everything's about stories. As you said, you know, and the more you share and the more you're willing to open yourself up to these stories, I guess the more you find yourself in your work. And thank you so much for joining me. Oh, thank, thank you so much you for, for telling your story, man. I'm glad. I'm, I'm really glad I met you. I mean, I made a new friend today. Isn't that great? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I agree. Same. Oh my God. Uh, this is an experience. No, this is a story to tell in the future. <laughs> this is a start of a story. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. And that is all for this week, guys. Thanks for joining me. If you have any suggestions or want to be a guest on the show, please follow and message me on Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter at The Close Enough Podcast or at Bendo Machine. That is B-E-N-D-O-M-A-C-H-I-N-E. I'll catch you all next week. And remember, you're doing fine, you're doing good, and that's close enough.